It's Chanel. Hey, hey, it's Chris. Welcome back to Same, Same, But Different. Yet another episode. It is our final episode of the season. There's something beautiful about like concluding a thing. It is the final episode of this season. That's really special. That is really special. I I think we're already dancing into it. So let in true SSBD fashion, let's get into the feelings. How are you feeling today, Chanel? Um, I am grateful. Um, okay. I am playful. Uh, my Chiquita banana sleeves. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm feeling playful, grateful. And I'm I'm really proud. I'm really proud of of what we've done and what this represents and everything that's in front of us. So, what you got? Yeah, those are all really great things. I I mean, honestly, in this moment, in my head, in my body, I'm feeling really cozy, um, really warm, and I, I think that's just a beautiful way to feel when we are wrapping up this season. I I am really proud that we have gotten to where we've gotten with managing our schedules and from even just being able to record and, and I mean, all the work that it's taken to get to this point where we are recording a final episode. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud and I'm grateful too, just to, to be here in this space, but I'm, I'm mostly sitting with the coziness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So in this episode, um, as a capstone, if you will, for our season, we're talking about things that we learned in this process. I think there are a number of things throughout this process that we can put a pin in. Oh, we'll come back and talk about that. Or this leads to something else. Or, you know, I think just in the nature and the essence of the podcast for us to be vulnerable and transparent about what this meant and uh, how we're processing all the things. Um, so yeah, do you want to share something that you learned? Yeah. So the biggest thing for me is the practice of this podcast is an amazing culmination of these things that I have previously learned, but have never put into action. You know, the the biggest thing that I will start with and unpack it is that I've learned that I can period. Oh, I love the simplicity of that and the power. I have all this great advice, but I don't even listen to my own advice. I have all this, this knowing, I have all this desire to do things. And this process has been a really great understanding of myself first and the things that I need in place to, to make something like this possible. One of the biggest things I realized is that collaboration is really important for me. And while I can do it on my own, I know that I would have more fun. I would do it better in in collaboration with someone else. There's something for me that I really like and get out of the sharing responsibility, that accountability aspect. Um, and then being able to, you know, have somebody that I am co-creating with. Like that, these things are just magical ingredients that I now know that, are required for me, you know, to, to do something. I'm now okay with that. I'm okay with it existing. And I'm also okay with it not existing when I understand that there are just certain things that I need to do on my own. 
Yeah, that's really powerful. It's funny. I'm laughing to myself because you are talking about co-creating and it sounds so beautiful and so magical. And the first thing on my list was like how scary that was. Uh, <laughs> a even know that scared was the word i think fear ultimately fears is the thing that came up for me um but i was so like prickly so uh sensitive to everything that was happening like especially through this process so much time so many like amazing beautiful conversations between us and then like the weeks right before we were getting ready to launch and then those first couple of episodes i was like don't text me but i really had to sit with that because i know that's not who you are i know that this is me i know that i am reacting to something that is not there that it's not from you it's from me and having to own that and I realized that what this came down to is while I have done team projects while I have collaborated while I have been in the trenches worked on projects I have never co-birthed something with someone else and I, I feel my only childsness showing up real hard right now but um I've never co-birthed something you know and even when I was in the trenches with somebody about other projects um, the mission was external mm, so okay. for us to co-create something that was so personal for both of us and trying to name and articulate and form something that is our commitment was to be organic and to be present and to be playful and to have a plan but leave space for play but it needed to represent both of us i was like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> And so it was really like calling me on my stuff mm -hmm. because if you, if you'd asked me before we got here, I would have told you, this is what I've been working towards. This is what I've called into my life. This is what I have welcomed. And I, it was like, did you mean it or did you not? And I, I was like, I think I mean it. I think so. In that, in the understanding and naming what it was, I have been, again, the gratitude that I do not think that there could have been a better person to do this with. The the space and the grace that you give me and have always given me, yeah, take what you need. Okay. I I fine. If you don't answer a text message, I'm I'm the phrase. I'm not attached. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> Like, well, I might have. I don't know how you do. But even in that, like, it was such a beautiful demonstration to me, uh, because I would take these things personally, and I would be like, I was almost in my head for you, and you were like, okay, take your space, do what you need, and so it's just been such a beautiful, beautiful lesson to me of like, if these things show up, like take a minute before you, you know, flip a table and ruin a thing um, out of your fear and really sit and think about what tools and resources you have because you called this thing into your life. And so as I've called it in, I also have the resources to manage it, but I had to be a rational human and stop running from the thing before I could like own it. Yeah. That's one of the other things that I have learned. It's more of a not if emotions or perspectives are going to show up, it's when. And that was a, a big thing for me. And the other thing that I've learned is not only when, but it's okay with being vulnerable and sharing those. 
and, and telling on myself with intention. Um, and, and usually the intention is, is I want to share this because it's what was real for me in the moment, but I'm not attached to it. It's no longer how I feel because I've thought and I've processed, mm-hmm. you know, and so much of that is my, my intention around sharing or exposing to show that we, we are really more like than we are different, you know, um, and, and the, the things that are different about us are the things that I really get excited about celebrating our differences. And that's leaning into this process. It was the difference that, that was like, made it like a hell yes for me. I've had to learn with being okay with allowing my emotions to come up, allowing my perspectives to come up, and then using the tools to navigate those in a way that allows me to show up with, with you as, um, as the person that, that I want to be, which I only get to hold space and, and grace um, because you allow me to. That's, that's the, the, for like the number three thing for me that I've learned is what it's like to be in connection, to be in relationship with somebody who wants to be in relationship with you. <laughs> it's so crazy saying it that way, you know, but it, it's this, it's an actual desire, right? It's not like this convenient thing. It's not like this obligatory thing because we're family or, or whatnot. You actually want to engage, like you actually want to be in relationship. And, and that it's, for me, it's a, a consistent invitation that is nice to receive, but even more delightful to accept, you know? So even, even those moments where you feel like you're being prickly, I'm like, this is an invitation to engage. Like, <laughs> let's talk it out. There was one day, I think the day we were having the conversation about like me being honest about how prickly I was and I'm like all nervous and like not being as gracious with myself about showing up and you're like giggling about and I think you made a joke about us being officially being like siblings or something. And I'm so nervous about, you know, being mean or like ruining this. And you're just giggling the whole time. And then the jokes that came for the days after, I was like, wow. <laughs> good it was so refreshing because I I was thinking it was going to be these really hard conversations about building trust and like rebuilding and communication styles and you were like (laughs) well I think that's just a good example of the life experiences right you being an only child me being one of six I'm smack dab in the middle so I've never had the oldest experience. I've never not been around siblings. That's the graciousness of the universe that how it, how it puts people together. It's just wild because when I sit, I think about this, if you hadn't moved here, what our, what our paths have ever crossed, right? And not only if you hadn't moved here, if you didn't know our, our same mutual friend, what our paths cross. And not even if you didn't move here and you didn't know our mutual friend, if you also didn't work for that mutual friend, right? Who I was w- w- planning on working with at the time, would our paths have crossed? You know, there's 8 billion people in the world, you know, and our paths crossed. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I think from the perspective of there's no, no coincidences, I really believe that there are just no coincidences. And that has freed me up from overthinking or over questioning things. And so 
while I ha- I've had my own moments of disruption, while I've had my own moments of, man, I want to quit. It's having that, that uh, accountability buddy, if you will, um, that fuels me not to, but also it's this idea of like, there's no coincidences. Like I'm, I'm meant to be here. And out of any part of my life, if I reflect on who I've gotten to be in years prior, while for years I've said, I wanted to do something like this, I get to do it now. Yeah. 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 There's this, uh, Instagram page. It's this guy stops couples in New York. He's like, Oh, are you a couple? And he'll ask how they met and you know, what they love about each other. And, you know, depending on the dynamics of the relationship, he'll ask like a couple follow-up questions. Well, one couple, they had been married 50 years and he goes, what's the secret to being married for 50 years? And she goes, it's not one marriage. It's a bunch of marriages back to back to back because we're different people at different stages. And I thought that was just so incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And I just think about all the little things, even just our perspective. And we were trying to find a setup and we're tablecloths on a table and, and we, we record and we're like, we look like we're newscasters. Look at the signs. How many different light sets up? How many different cameras did we go through? All the stuff that we bought online. And then before we just returned the majority of it and, and embrace the simplicity of like, how do we do this in its simplest form and then build from there versus, you know, taking on all the research that we've learned and trying to make it work with like, well, they said we should have this and they said we should have that. And really just getting to a point where we're like, you know what? We know what they say. And this is what we're going to do because this is what works for us. So I think that other is an added lesson that I've learned is being okay with doing all the research and having something prescriptive, but being able to color outside those lines and really do the work to understand what works for us. So it's really funny. Uh, We planned this episode and made a note to ourselves to make notes as we were going through the season of things to reflect to and intentionally did not tell each other what was on our list. But now I'm going to follow up with my point number two of what I learned, which is exactly what you said. The one, uh, the one difference that I will say, I think for me is as a overthinker or a reforming overthinker, I'm trying to get better about the alignment between Brett Uh, head and gut and feeling and all the things I really want to my inclination my practice behavior is to research research plan have plan b c d q f elemental p z double a and then move forward you know with like phone a friend in the wings right and so we spent months researching asking questions googling youtubing this that and the other and we had a solid plan we had a really good plan for anyone who's watched the episodes or who's seen the clips on youtube and things like that the first three episodes were completely different because i think of your phrase and this is not how you typically use it but knowing makes no difference like Mm -hmm. we knew all the things and we got in it and it didn't work it didn't feel good for us and And that is just such a lesson for me in, yeah, I think you can do some research, have an understanding of what you're getting into, have a starting direction. But for me to just jump in, to just jump, trust myself, trust my partner, trust the situation enough that I can pivot in real time 
or make changes or allow space for something better to even show up. And also just know and give myself the grace that I can also say no, that I can back out of it, that I can say that that I thought this would work, but it does, no longer feels good or serves me. And, you know, I think wanting to be so intentional and so committed and, and being a person of my word, like if I said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it at all costs. And sometimes you just shouldn't and, or you just, it's not what you planned, but the outcome could be so much more beautiful, especially when you're open to it. Cause I think, I think there have always been or at least most of the time I would think it's too much thinking, but like most of the time I would think something else has come up, but I wasn't open to the beauty of what the new thing was. And so just sat in the resistance of, of the plan, not going well and, you know, potentially ruined or missed moments. And that has been really sad, but what is beautiful about this because of who you are and how you show up and how you continue to show up and, send invitations uh, <laughs> it's been a really beautiful experience for us to continue and to genuinely learn and grow together both in front of the camera but also everything that happens behind the scenes yeah i i love that because so much of what you're saying is is just reflective for me around practice and play we've had to be willing to practice and play. But then also the, the listening and the hearing one another and just our little nuancey things. You've, you've been such a really good lesson for me around like being honest with, I don't like the way I look in that, you know, um, and, and, and being able to speak up to That's that. That's not like, my I, best angle. Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think I, I normally, I would think it, you know, and I would feel it, but I just would be like, oh, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I, I want to feel good about how I look. And there, and there's so much that I can do in advance of that that will help this. There's the power of accountability. It's the power of, of co-creation. And I, I'm grateful that you asked that day if I wanted to do a podcast uh, and that you embraced my initial process, right? Uh, <laughs> Y'all, it took us three, hold on, how close can I get? Three months of weekly meetings to make the vision statement three months <laughs> and that's just that's just the vision that's just the vision statement the vision um, statement the one yeah. vision statement yeah and that was very much the thing that i was attached to i was like i need to know that we know where we're going and that we want to be going in the same place together you know um three so I'm, I'm months <laughs> Go back and read the vision statement. Three months. Uh, and, it, and it is such a strong vision. And I, obviously the goal is to get closer and closer to that vision over time. Uh, and that's a big question mark thing for me that we won't really know until it plays out. But it excites me, this idea of how, how will we get closer to our vision? Yeah. Well, I think the another beautiful thing that I've gotten from this is, uh, okay, so this isn't my third thing, but this is a thing that's coming up for me as we're talking about this, um, is communication. Um, mm. I like to believe that I am a pretty effective communicator. And I think we are both annoying 
leave details and ask all sorts. Okay, wait, what did you mean when you said that? How did you feel about that? Wait, did you mean this or that? Can we look up the etymology of that word? When you define it, do we, are we defining it the same way that we're talking about? We are annoyingly detailed about these things. And I found myself challenged at certain points, even about our communication, especially like in text messages, because we're also, we're doing this podcast, but we also have other jobs that we're managing. So often it's like on the fly between, for you, between clients, for me, between gigs or between clients. And so it is often on the fly. And so you don't necessarily always say exactly what you mean. And I don't, I don't even know that I ever told you this, but it was the conversation we had around holidays specifically like sharing holidays on social media. And it's funny because I was with my mom and I think this was uh, heading into mother's day and I texted you and I was like, Hey, how do you feel about posting pictures of our mom? And you were like, (laughs) you're like, I already told you how I feel about holidays. I will not be sending you a picture. And I was like, uh, oh, I said it. Wait, hold on. Is that, is that how I said that? It doesn't matter how you said it. That's how I heard it. So much so that I was out with my mom and I was like, what? And for context, we, I mean, you've now heard our conversation around like holidays and, and the idea of celebrating things because someone else told us to and the commercialization behind it. And so we'd had conversations and, and the crazy thing is we'd had multiple conversations about holidays and even about holidays and social media. <clears throat> and we were like, we're really not going to do it. But I was like, but it's mother's day. It's like, I mean, we believe in mothers. Like, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> You have one, I have one. We've adopted a few along the way. What do you mean we're not going to celebrate Mother's Day? And so, and I was, I was in my feelings and I was like, okay, do I do this without him? Do I push it? Do I just call his mama for a picture? (laughs) How do I handle this? Do I not say anything? And so there were all these questions in my head. And what I'm really glad happened is that I asked follow-up questions. I I was like, I, I think I was, I think it made a comment and was like, well, can we continue to talk about this? And what we ended up not having a conversation, but through text message, it was this tiny nuance of, it's not that I don't believe in Mother's Day or believe in mothers, obviously, but it's like, why are we only acknowledging mothers on Mother's Day? You know? And so it was, how is this a bigger conversation? How are we showing up authentically around whatever holidays we're celebrating consistently throughout you know, the podcast, but as humans. And, and again, we'd had, I don't even know how many conversations around holidays, both casually as holidays have come up in our personal relationship in the year before we did this. And then in leading up to the podcast itself, we had a whole episode about holidays and still got to this one. And I was like, and so just the nuance of communication and really leaving space and again, being gracious and being on the same page with the goal, that the goal is to be understood. And and that is a thing that I had to remind myself. I am not being annoying. I'm trying to understand. And, and even in that, again, I'm so grateful that you are a gracious partner and that you desire to be understood and to understand me. And, and in the moments that we have 
actually, I think the handful, not even handful, the couple of times that we've legitimately disagreed, it's because we didn't understand where the other person was coming from. Yeah. And to your point about communication, it's like being willing to sit in the conversation, to not allow the uh, initial of feelings, right? Or the default thoughts um, to keep us away from the goal from what we're up to. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that, especially with text communication, right? Cause text communication, you know, I, I, I love your ability to tell on yourself, I think is really, really great. And it, it, helps, it helps remind me that I need to do that sometimes, especially in the context of relationships that I'm choosing to be in. It's my goal with the intimacy and the vulnerability in relationships is to give my partner the user's manual to Senor Soto as I currently know it, like this current edition that I know it, like I, I want you to see all sides of me um, because I feel like that that is helpful from the space of like understanding. And so you do such a really wonderful job at being able to to tell on yourself and being vulnerable about like this, this is how I felt in that moment that I received that, right? So your ability to allow people to understand you, to invite people into moments understanding you is just reinforces this, for me, the idea of like, you want to be in a relationship with me. Like that, that only tells me, that shows me that you want to be in a relationship because you are giving me a chance to, to understand you and to know how you are feeling. And nine times out of 10, I can relate. Like it's your sassiness that I love. You know, it's, it's the, it's the facial expressions that even when I'm going back and I'm editing, I'm like, Ooh, I really wonder what she was thinking. I'm a really effective communicator. It's layered communication. Okay. There are things that I say out of my mouth and there are things that I say with the whole rest of my face. And what most yeah. of you don't see, because it's usually like here up is in person. It's a full on performance. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's just the wanting to communicate. And, and I love that that is a reminder that that is a desire. And one of the things that's my mom and I have actually been chewing on recently, we both have therapists and like trade notes of what our therapists have said, which is a whole new sport for us. But something that came up, I think, recently in her therapy session that we've been chewing on or one of her sessions is um, the idea that um, if you keep coming back to a thing, that there's still something there to be explored. It's not just having the conversation to be annoying. There's something that's unresolved. Even yeah. if you don't have language for it or you're not um, fully aware of all the dynamics, the fact that you keep experiencing a thing or a feeling or a confusion or like prickliness, there's something that has not been resolved. And so it's how do you keep like tapping at the rock, the, the big mountain, the rock to like uncover what's really at the core of it or underneath it. And so, you know, the layers of communication, I, I bring up the social, the, the Mother's Day post specifically because I don't know how many different ways we went at that before we really got to the understanding, but it was important and it kept coming up because it wasn't resolved. I mean, you knew where you stood, but I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, well, and that that's a powerful lesson for me too, because I, I typically would just be like, okay, like I'm not, rather than leaning into it still like you do because you desire understanding, um, I typically would just be like, all right, 
it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, you know? <laughs> um, and, and sometimes I do miss the opportunity to go a little bit deeper. Um, so I, I appreciate this experience overall because again, that's just another lesson. We, we're pretty vulnerable and we expose ourselves and we, we know that that's what we're up to in all of this. And, you know, it's taken me, um, I'll be 37 this year. You know, it's taken me 37 years to be okay with this level of exposure, not only just from the recording and putting this out in the world, but also from this friendship perspective. For me, going deep in relationship is um, a default just requirement. Like I can't help it and I don't want to help it. <laughs> That's where I go. I'm a cancer with my, my rising is Virgo. I got Scorpio and so... I am very much that type of person that, that wants to go there and you, you will take me there even when I don't think I need to go there, yeah. which is great, great. You give it back though. So don't, don't worry yeah. about it. You give it back. Yeah. Um, yes. I think my kind of in the same vein, my other, like our top three lesson, because I'm now thinking of tiny other things, but top rounding out my top three, I think is support. So, um, First, in our partnership, because I am, uh, as you like to say, a thousand percent confident this would not have been a podcast if it was just on me. There would not have been 12 episodes. They would not have been out on time and or it would have been like a year or two from now so that I could like record them casually and get comfortable and feel good and have the best lighting and all the stars aligned. It just it would not have happened. Um, and all of the ways in which you are supporting my growth and the uncomfortableness and all the learning and all of the inquiries. And then I think zooming out even further than that, the level of support from friends and family in this. Um, I have been humbled continuously with the gratitude um, of people, friends, family, people expressing their thoughts, the text messages, you know, I, I think you do something like this and you hope, you know, I think, you know, you see all the things about being an entrepreneur and it's like the people in your circle closest to you are the, probably the last ones to support you. And so I think you, I, I went, I'm, let me not speak for you. I went into this hoping that some people would go on this journey with us or inviting people into it and trying to really not be attached about what that looked like. And I think having you in this allowed me to focus on you and not how other people did or did not show up. But for those people that have shown up and, you know, and, and largely I think it's cause they tell me, you know, I see text messages or a, a random comment or, you know, we met, <laughs> excuse me, a couple of, um, a couple of months ago for our like book club and <laughs> Your sister, your sister met, and I think the first thing that she said, she's like, "Shall I have a question for you?" Um, and this is from our earlier episode. She goes, "What was your GPA in college?" And it's like you would have had to have listened. I bust out laughing so loud, so obnoxious. Uh, but it's it, you know. And I think at the point she said it, the episode had just dropped. Like I think it was like a day or two after, and so it was just it was an affirmation that she listened, she engaged, you know, she found her way to be a part of our experience. And that just means so much, whether it's that or the text messages, the comments on social, you know, the the comments in person, the discussions that have come from it, like the level of support. And, and even those people who I know do not necessarily have the capacity to listen to it, but will like 
our posts or check out the clips. Like, however that support happens, I am so, so grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautifully said. Like, I love that you brought that up because um, definitely big, big shout out to all the people who support in their own way. I really do love how you said the people who may not have capacity to listen, but they do engage with the social media. Sometimes I forget to find gratitude even in that small nuance. Um, I know that this our, our content's not going to be for everybody, you know, and I think for me, that was the big thing of like just removing all attachment from wanting people in my personal life to listen, subscribe, do all the things, you know, it is not me not wanting to put an expectation out there that can't be met and then feeling sad. But can we talk about this person from Belgium who is still downloading our stuff? I'm not sure who you are, but this is your second shout out. DM us. I am so grateful that this is mm. that this thing that came out of us wanting to celebrate that we found each other and had the space to to get really nerdy and detailed and philosophical and all of these things about like being a millennial in life and the various stages and transitions and things that are happening and then wanting to to create a space and invite other people into community with us like that has been so so gratifying oh yeah immensely humbling I, like so I think at this point, what I'm really excited about is we've shared so much about what we've learned. I would love to know about, you know, what, what our listeners have learned and, and maybe even this idea of the future of like, what, what do they want to learn? You know, what did you like about this? What didn't you like? What could you take? What could you leave? Cause I would love to be able to season season two with, uh, with a little bit of influence from the, you know, the people that have been active listeners and engagers, whether it's to the podcast or even our social media content. Yeah. I, and I will say one thing further. Yes. Engage on social, send us messages, you know, um, also if you're in the Charlotte area and are having conversations like these or forums or events, send us invites, you know, you look great in person too. <laughs> <laughs> this tracks i didn't realize <laughs> um so yeah i think like well and, and i will further that like what other things would you like to explore with us you know at, like what other topics would you have for for future seasons um what other things are coming up for you where we chose topics in this first season around things that were coming up for us and repeated themes and events within our lives but also within our circles but again broadening our circle what else is happening how else what other things should we be talking about and navigating together um i, I will go v right back to the trailer we do not have all the answers but we're willing to explore and learn and grow and also promise you to check back with us in two weeks. <laughs> we're definitely up to creating brave spaces continually. And the best way to continue to stay in connection with us is our Instagram and our Facebook because we'll have announcements. Yep. We will still be having conversations, still new content, still new information there. If y'all ever see us out, don't be afraid to, to tap us on the shoulder or shout something out. Ask Chanel what her GPA is. Uh, <laughs> she would love it. Oh my God. I'd be so tickled by that. I'd be like, what? <laughs> when I make a crazy face at first, I'm like out of context and then I will bust out in, in laughter. So just, just weather the crazy face. 
It just know it's a part of the full experience. The loud facial expressions are part of the whole full experience. They are. I, I really yeah. need to work on like censoring that. Oh my gosh. That's so good. But um to you, I will continue to say that I am incredibly grateful to be on this journey with you. Um I really do mean I do not think there could have been a better person. Like actually I'm confident that if I'd chosen, I would not have chosen as good as I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful to be on this experience with you and, of course, all of our listeners. And um, it's just been a really, really beautiful journey. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. That means a lot. Try not to miss that. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Ciao for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode. It is a privilege to share our experiences and reflections with you. Our goal isn't to have you just agree with us. Our hope is that you'll be inspired to look within and consider some of the same questions and perspectives for yourself. We invite you to continue to curate a brave space for yourself, exploring and embracing your growth and celebrating your power, ownership, peace, and joy. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at ssbd.thepodcast. We look forward to connecting with you. Follow and share the podcast on all major platforms. And if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast as that helps us grow.